Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Real Housewives news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for the Real Housewives of Atlanta! Yo, what up, After Buzzers? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity here in the After Buzz TV booth. And look who's back! I'm back! We got the one, the only... On the After Buzz... Oh, there she is again. Now, the one, the only Stephanie Bauer. What up, girl? Hey, Jesse. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad to be back with Real Housewives. I was going through withdrawals. I, uh, I, I mean, we've had some crazy episodes since you've been uh, gone. I almost am glad that... No, I'm not glad, but... I can't believe I missed the stripper episode. I mean, I watched it at home, but I would have loved to hear your thoughts, Cameron's thoughts, Courtney's thoughts. Oh, and the three of us had some thoughts. Uh, I mean, here at AfterBuzz, a big, uh, popular saying that we use is dick in the soup. And this took dip, dick in the soup to a whole new level. Dick in the cocktail Dick glass. in the cocktail. Oh, my god! Dick in the wine. Uh, but speaking of the lovely Courtney Stewart, we have her on the line. What up, girl? Hi. Hi, Courtney. So glad you're joining us this week. Um, unfortunately, Cameron can't join us. Uh, he I gotta find my phone because he did send me a text. Uh, that was pretty funny. Did he? So I'm gonna have <laughs> he to. He left us a message. He Aww. left. Yeah, he left us a message uh, to talk about something with Sheree. But I'll find that. We'll oh, get. Geez. We'll get to that uh, in, in a little bit. Uh, let's start it off. Uh, you guys can call us and uh, join in on the convo at four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. So feel free to do that. Um, and, I mean, let's just get into it. Yeah. Let's start with Kim. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a low episode episode that had some high points, but mainly it was Kim having the baby right. in her wig. I noticed on all the blogs and everything, <laughs> the huge thing is it was called, like, uh, baby in a baby in a wig or something. Three, so, wi- yes. three wigs and, and a, a baby. baby. Yes, because she it looks like she has three wigs pot on. But um, and Jesse even mentioned to me said, "Can you wear makeup when you're going into labor?" And I said, "Yeah, I think you can. It's just if you're having a C-section or surgery that you can't wear makeup." But needless to say, Kim was all decked out. She toned it down a little bit, but she still looked fabulous. And Croy was right there by her side, and I thought it was really sweet. I thought the little family meeting before. You know, she went into labor, was really cute. They just kind of all hang around and chill, and they listen to what the little girl's opinions are and what their sayings are. So I thought it was really sweet. What about you guys? Well, I, I just didn't think, I don't know, I kind of expected Real Housewives to do something a little bigger. Me too. They barely, they kind of buried it in the middle of the episode. Well, I mean, not really, but it seemed that way. You're you're totally right. And they didn't show any of the labor, which is obviously a choice of the mom. I mean, some people like on Courtney and Kim with the Kardashians, they'll show the labor. But So it is definitely up to the mom, but they didn't show anything. No, no. sound effects, no behind the door. Uh, well, like, I don't want to hear sound effects. I know, but... The sound effects we heard tonight, I was like, she like is Miss Piggy. She was like grunting at Croy. It was disgusting. Uh, I In between cursing. Yeah, so I'm glad they didn't, like, I'm glad we, like, came back in the room and the baby, oh, the baby's the baby. Yeah, but, I mean, we saw a sweet little moment where it almost seemed like she was going to tear up, but it was very quick and very, I mean, this is a housewife baby. That's kind of a big deal, but that is true. they kind of passed Courtney, what did it. you think of the uh, whole baby syndrome situation? Um, 
I was kind of sadly bored. Like, I, I thought it was cool, like, when they were in the car on the way, and they're kind of chatting back and forth, and you could actually see Croy was, like, super nervous, but actually holding on to it very well. And she was, like, arguing with him about being nervous. I thought that was kind of cute and funny. But um, the only thing that I thought about, really, was how adore. I think her oldest daughter, Brielle, is really gorgeous. And she's so cute, standing in there, like, being supportive of her mom, and I thought that was sweet. But... I was just hoping that now that Kim's had the baby, she'll be more entertaining for the Ugh, rest of the season. I hope so, because it's getting boring. Yeah. I mean, we're because the love, like, oh, I love him. Oh, we're still in love, and we're having our baby, and life is grand. Like, uh, yeah, that's great. I'm happy for them, but I'm bored. That's so, not can we get something new. Yeah, if she started out on the show the way she is now, you know, she wouldn't be popular, and people would be exactly. bored with her. <laughs> um, and it, it was funny to me that the way they showed it on the show, um, Croy's like, all right, well, I'm tired. I know you must be tired, so let's go to bed. And that was it. That that was the yeah the conclusion to the baby episode. Well, snooze, yeah. <laughs> you know, a little, something that spiced it up. Uh, you know, Sweetie always delivers every week. Um, and although she was kind of quiet this week, I thought, you know what? Well, actually, wait, Courtney, were you on the line the other uh, week when I told Cameron about how I thought I saw Sweetie? What? No. I didn't hear okay, this either. Okay, so DJ Jesse embarrassed himself uh, maybe a week and a half ago. I was in Target. <sighs> Target's and- where I see everyone, by the way. Is it the Santa Monica Target in Hollywood? No, it was uh, Sherman Oaks. Oh, I see everyone in Target. So I see this woman. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's Sweetie from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I was like, what is she doing in L.A. and Cali? So I like kind of like walked around because I didn't want to like walk up to a random person and be like, hey. <laughs> so I did a little walk around to to see, you know, if it was her or not. I'm looking at her, I'm like, wow, this girl looks just like her. I was like, eh, it's not going to hurt to ask. So I literally walked up to this woman and was like, hey, excuse me, are you sweetie? <laughs> sweetie? <laughs> Guess what? It wasn't her. Um, so <laughs> it was a very awkward moment because she just like looked at me like excuse like she didn't know if I was hitting on her or she was just like eh, yeah no. sweetie totally sounds like you're trying to pick up a prostitute like, right. code words that's hilarious she, so she didn't even know who you were talking about really not at all uh, hold on we're gonna let someone on the line um, call you on the line what's your name where are you from I just want to believe that happened to you. Is that Cameron? Wait a minute, Cameron. <laughs> Hello? Cameron, is this a trick? It sounded like him, right? It sounded like him. Cor- uh, Courtney? Yeah. All right. Uh, we, I feel like we just got a uh, prank phone call. <laughs> All I heard was okay. Jesse. That that happened to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened. And But beyond that, it made well, me think, watching this episode, I was like, I kind of want a... Like a real housewife's doll, a sweetie doll, because she has, she does so many different jobs. Like, she could be like chef sweetie. You could dress her up as nurse sweetie. You saw when Kim was like, "What is my blood pressure saying?" <laughs> sweetie went over to the. I was like, "This we can make a Barbie doll, sweet. That would be. I feel like she would want that. That'd be great." I really wish that had been her in Target because this episode really made me wonder, and I know we've kind of tried to do some digging and find out, but we still don't really know what happened because they're being so quiet about it. But what happened to Sweetie? I really want to know because at intimate moments like this, like she's in the delivery room with the kids and the whole family, like she was really a genuine part of the family and I just want to know what happened. I'm just dying to know. Me too. I mean, and they're being really quiet about it. The only time she was confronted about it, she's like, I'm not going to talk about it. But that's a big... She was like a family member, and now she's just not there. Oh. I don't know. know, So I wish it had been her, but nice try, Jesse. I would have done the exact same thing. Right. I wanted to get the scoop for After Buzz. Oh. Um, all right, so let's move on from that snore fest. Um, (laughs) Although, wait, I did love Dr. Hood. He's like, is she cussing? That way, it was like dark. if Woody Allen. I feel like it was like a Family Guy episode where Woody Allen would come in and be your doctor and make like crazy little jokes. Like Doctor Hood was cool. I liked him. He's like, if that's not her cousin, she's not in labor. 
he like exactly. could have cared less. He like wanted to be anywhere else in the world. He's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Another <laughs> snooze, uh, freaking candy. Yeah, well, I don't think it was her fault. She tried, but they just didn't give her much. <laughs> she tried. Episode. She did. I she love meant candy. Well. I think she's so cute, and her mom's kind of becoming a. An additional housewife, um, and they took the car shots. Courtney, what did you think of the car shots? <laughs> <laughs> For sexy seniors. All I could think the whole time, and I don't want to say anything bad because I love her mom, and I, I I think it's really cute that they were trying to hook her up and get her some days. But her hair was driving me crazy. I was like, comb the pin curls out, comb only, them out. <laughs> only Courtney would be noticing the hair. I didn't like her makeup. I was like, oh, Candy, what did you do to her makeup? It was like blue or purple eyeshadow or something. I'm yeah, sorry. she was totally right when she said she looked like a drag queen. It yeah. was a little heavy. No, she looked like a freaking, like, in a prostitute who's been doing it a little too long, and, like, why is she on top of the car like that? If I want people to look at my mother and say, oh, she looks fun. No, your I don't think that's crazy. the crazy. Impre- yeah, that's not the impression they would get. <laughs> um, and even at the moment... And she didn't even look like she could sit on top of the car at that. She was like, like bouncing what's that thing called planking that the kids are doing the freaking corset i know and she even said she's like i will not be wearing the corset i will not be wearing this makeup like she's just giving false hope to any old man that does see her profile picture but it was <laughs> it, it was really cute that candy tried and went out to her car and got her corset and did all this stuff for her mom i thought it was really cute and i enjoyed the tiny little segment but that was all we got from candy this like sexy seniors.com that's, that's actually <laughs> amazing <laughs> She said something, yeah. Seniors, sexual se- seniors, se- or something. Single, Let's single, single. Need to look it up seniors. and see if our profiles up. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I, honestly, I feel like that was just a segment. I really feel like Candy's mom would not put those pictures up on. I don't know. Maybe she I agree. I know not those pictures. I wouldn't doubt it that Candy put her on some nice, respectable dating website, but probably not that one. But Jesse, <laughs> remember the HIV thing? Yes. Uh, can you believe that, Courtney? Mm-hmm. I, I yes, I can. can totally. I didn't know. That. Old, I didn't know all these old people were getting down like that. Listen, I, well, you know, they were saying that the sex STDs in um like old people homes like have skyrocketed because the people aren't using anything, but they're still like sneaking around to each other and getting it on. That's what Ooh. I told Jesse. I moved here from Florida, and right where I lived was one of the hugest old folks communities ever. It was called the Villages, and the HIV rate was like. Ramp like HIV is running rampant here because all the old people are having sex because they know they can't get pregnant so they don't care. And one time I went out in the villages, which is what it's called, and you know it shuts down at like seven o'clock, and it was really like nothing I'd ever seen. All the old folks are like scrambling to see who's going to go home with who at the end of the night. Like they're going to each other's cars. Like let's go home together. Let's go home together. And so that Candy's mom was right. Like HIV is very high in older generations so jesse was surprised by that i, I was very surprised i was like that is some oh yeah because you think you're free because you can't have babies mm-hmm. well so i mean that was a nice little segment of candy but that was pretty much it so moving on to a big part of this episode was cynthia and it kind of seemed to me that she was just revisiting all her old boyfriends but jesse said to me that the second guy cat kate Kite, Kite, yeah. um, was gay, so that well, must not have been her old boyfriend. Yeah, but, yeah. Because um, she said the first time I ever met him, uh, is that she said the same thing that she always says to all of her gay friends. Hi, my name is Cynthia, mm-hmm. and I'm a model and a C U N T T T T. Yeah, <laughs> I I like Cynthia a little bit more in this episode. Courtney, you you're not a fan of Cynthia, right? I, I actually like Cynthia a lot. I think she gets a bad rep for hanging out with Nene and just trying to be normal and calm. Yeah, I, I saw a lot I liked about her in this episode, and especially that part where she said that. And just to see her dancing, and she did. She was a very successful model in New York, and I like to see her go back to New York and sort of re- revisit her old stomping ground. And I... I'm catching a hint of a little bit of trouble in paradise with her and Peter. Just You're because. catching a little hint. Oh, shush. I mean. Girl, they put the, girl, they put the Michael Jackson glove on and slapped you across the face. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I know. That was wrong phrases because I do say it every time. And then. leave it up to a gay boy to get it out of her, too. <laughs> Be like, girl, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. Really? Okay, well, that's really upsetting. <laughs> see you in the booth right now because no, nobody's here. He did a whole little reenactment. But um, that's hilarious. But 
Yeah, so she meets up and she does kind of say to her friend that she misses New York and all of that. And it seems to me that she, Candy, or Cynthia's just kind of bringing like cameos in this season to kind of build her reputation. Yeah, because she had Miss J, now Russell Simmons. That's huge. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's huge that she had him. So, Courtney, what did you think about the whole Russell Simmons meet and greet? Oh, I love that. I think Russell Simmons is awesome. I had the pleasure of meeting him once in college, and I think that that interaction was so cute and fun, and it's cool that he's he's such a cool dude. Like, he should be such the, like, snaky, like, ill. he's dating all these young women, and he's just rich and old man, but he's just, like, a cool dude, and it's nice that he was still, like, friendly with her and that they're still friendly with each other, and that's just... He's so charismatic, and I like it. I like it a lot. Honestly, I feel And like I like her in New York. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me I f- too. I feel like they would make a better couple than her and uh, Peter. I feel like if See, she... Would, I thought about that too. <laughs> I feel like, and it's like her friend was saying, I feel like if she woke up next to Russell, she would wake up every morning and be like, I love life. Like, yeah, they might have their fights here and there, but I feel like she would be saying that more. Because you can tell well, she I wants- don't think she changed her life for this other guy and it's a big adjustment and she's not I mean she went from living in New York for what did they say like 17 years yeah yeah to move into Atlanta like that's another whole kind of world and she's like she's in a different category she's like world traveled woman and that Atlanta scene is like people that a lot of them think they are more than they are not to be rude I hope that didn't offend anybody but like (laughs) because they're in that center and they've there's a culture in atlanta of people that feel like you know we've like made atlanta this metropolis and like it's still only atlanta though yeah so there's sort of i don't know she said it when she was like they're all worried about their you know labels and having to show it all off and she's like i've done that and i have that i don't have to show it so i think she just doesn't fit in and that makes her meek and come across like she's quiet and reserved and not really able to speak her mind or say anything about herself Yeah, she's kind of like Peter's hot ex-model wife. But I can tell, and so I think Courtney had a really good point, that they would make a cute couple, her and Russell Simmons, because you can tell she wants to be with someone who's business-minded, focused, you know, entrepreneur, businessman. And secure with themselves. So I think Russell Simmons is the better version of Peter. I agree. Um, Well, Russell is a cheater, so I don't think he's a better option. I think that she thought, maybe Peter had that a little more than he does. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to ask you guys what you think as far as uh, at the beginning of the episode where Cynthia was talking to Peter about New York. Uh, Peter was like, no, I want you to focus on work and, uh, you know, not these dinner parties. Do you think he was... I mean, really, who are you to be telling your wife who makes way more money than you do uh, to be focusing on work... Or do we think that he was kind of nervous, like, she better go back there and start enjoying life out there. And Yeah, I wonder if he knew she was meeting up with her old boyfriend, Russell Simmons. Well, yeah, she, she said. Yeah, she did said she, it. Did she say that? Okay. I mean, he said she couldn't wear the perfume. That's right, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I wrote down when we were watching the episode that I thought that he, it seemed like he was nice and he was giving her kind of a little pep top. But now looking back, it does kind of seem like he was a little bit worried. And as much as you want to say don't go on bi- or dinner dates or whatever it is, business trips are all about going to dinner and networking and things like that. So he probably was a little bit jealous and trying to keep her from, I don't know. No, uh, Courtney, because you kind of know more, <laughs> more than I do. Uh what did you think, as far as Cynthia's career, like, how long has she kind of been on hold for? Do we know? How long has she been, like, like, no, like not... Doing modeling. She's been modeling for freaking 20 years. No, I get it, but has she still been cons- consistent with it, like, with the past... Barely like- consistent. I mean, as consistent as it's going to be. Obviously, she's gotten older, but she still gets work regularly. So, I, I mean, I assume if that's... And that's Based on what we can see, that seems to be all that she has done because she's just now trying to start a new business. So, I I mean, that's not to say that there haven't been rich men along the way that have taken care of her, but it doesn't appear to be that way. And I know that she's consistently had work for ever since I can recall in my adult life. I've seen her face, even if it's only in, like, you know, the black magazine, so to speak. She's definitely been working, which... It hasn't just been that, but that's the stuff that I know she's been doing. So, I mean, 
she's doing all right. Uh, re, re, <laughs> and re, re, she's 46, I think, or 44. Yeah, she's at 44. And if Russell Simmons is telling you you're one of the only women I know that's still a working model at your age, you know you're doing pretty well. So Yeah. And the only reason I'm saying that is because, you know, it's interesting with some of these shows, the way that the show paints certain characters like Nini she knows like I want people to think I'm a multi-millionaire so I'm only gonna do this in front of the camera so now it's funny it just hit me Stephanie when you mentioned the fact that you know Cynthia's brought all these cameos on it's almost like I, I wonder if she's trying to build herself obviously not to a Tyra Banks level but kind of like these are my friends uh-huh. these, this is really who I, who I am and everything about her is modeling uh, I know obviously that's what she is as a model but everything that she's painting herself on this show is kind of building her up to be like a real like a t- to me I just keep thinking Tyra I feel like she's trying to build this empire uh, to be amongst Tyra Naomi and all that and I, I just feel like she got a crappy, like, look like people were kind of harsh to her. Even last season, like, oh, she's not really anything. She doesn't have much personality. She's just behind Nini's butt all the time. Like, that's all she is, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like she was just trying to establish herself as a life and a presence in Atlanta. And she was so focused on, like, not just being the model and not wanting all that to be a part of it because she was doing her Atlanta thing and trying to be in her relationship in Atlanta and helping her husband build this and do that. And now she realizes, like, okay, they're going to they're jumping on me for this, that and the other. And that's not me. Like, this is me. This is my life. I am a world traveling international supermodel with high high class friends whatever you want to call them high whatever high fashion friends and all this stuff like i roll with those people and i feel like now because she's gotten such crap about what she was doing last season she's like that didn't work okay cool then i'm gonna put this all in your face right i feel that yeah and i mean you can tell that these really are her friends i mean miss J from america's next top model isn't just gonna come sit down and have lunch with her and spend an afternoon in her new little modeling camp and russell simmons mm-hmm. if you notice when she went in they were just saying hi to each other whatever hi and he, she said i want to talk to you about this um school that i'm starting and he didn't even know what she was coming for like she really did just go in there as a friend like hey what's up what's up because when she said it he's like oh really so it's not like they had this business meeting plan they right. were just it was just a friendly meeting like to catch up and then she asked for his advice so you could tell they really are friends and that's a great move to bring huge russell simmons on the show and kind of yeah i never realized how bad russell simmons adhd was yo he is off the chart wait so Courtney, <laughs> you said you've met him right yeah he came to our school and did this whole um you know, they come for lectures and that kind of thing. And then he, like, stayed around after and signed a bunch of books and talked to us, like, personally. It was nice. He was cool, but he was, like, all over the place. Even in his, like, lecture, he was all over the place. Like, it was just too much information to cram into 45 minutes. But you can tell he's he's smart. And even when he she was leaving, she said, you know, thank you for the, the advice or whatever. And he said, I only told you one thing. And he like quizzed her on it. He said, and what did I tell you? You know, he's smart. He he's he seemed like a really good guy. And so. that it, that made so much more sense of what you know. He kind of heard what she was saying, and it was very amateur the way she's going about it. And yeah. he kind of wrapped it up for her nicely with just a title. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Can we please talk about this damn hot mess of a date, or, or should I say a business <laughs> I don't business know. meeting? I don't, I don't have the energy. All right. Almost. So Nini went out with John, her partner, who is a John, who's apparently her partner. She has a partner, partner now, business partner, um, and owns uh, the pizza company Famous Familia. Okay. Well, well, no, this is the, the the restaurant that she does now own. Remember we talked about it on the very yeah, first episode? In the yeah, airport. in the Sacramento airport. So she does own it now. I guess this is in the beginning works is when the filming was. So, yeah, it's her business partner. But it was so creepy from the beginning. And she has to know going on this lunch date that he had a thing for her. It was just... <sighs> I mean, so she wanted the Lenthia Lounge because that's apparently what her name mm-hmm. is. Oh, Lenithia Lounge. Oh. And then as soon as she says that, it just got awkward. The waiter comes and gives the menus. He says, no, no. take away the no. menus. I know what my women want. 
I already you ordered <laughs> I already ordered food for you and she was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, he keeps so, saying a real man knows what his woman wants to eat and a real uh-huh, man knows oh. uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> You go girl. You go girl. <laughs> That was too much. I can't. <laughs> but the best was, don't blush, girl. You're going to put a teardrop down my eye. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, I can't rap. Like, And then he's like, I couldn't even see if you were blushing. He belonged on Real Housewives New Jersey. He was so New Jersey to no, me. No, he don't not belong on that. He was like New Jersey style, right? I couldn't even think he of was- I don't even know what to call that. Right. I, I can't <laughs> no even comment. think of a reality TV show for him to be on. <laughs> he was that weird. Uh, so he wanted to feed her. He tried to feed her, like force feed her. Then gave her a Tiffany's pen, which... That was a nice was business gesture. Yeah. That's better than like earrings or something. Well, I'm glad. Well, okay. So then I'm like, because I thought it was going to be a bracelet. I'm like, okay, now that's just awkward. This is when you say, you know what? We can't be business partners because you think the partner thing is something totally different than what it is. But then it was a pen. So I was like, okay, that's, that was classy of him. But then he takes his jacket off and he says, we're going to have dessert outside. <laughs> so they go outside. <laughs> And he gifts her with red bottom heels. Um, from what I know about red bottom heels, They're those expensive. are what we call fuck me pumps. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, Courtney, for a business meeting, like, why are you getting heels? <laughs> <laughs> literally I'm like I don't even know what to say about any of that that was all a mess <laughs> but but I mean that wasn't even the messiest as of if all. things couldn't get yeah, any worse we right? had I'm, I can't remember his name because I was laughing so Paul. hard Paul this, John 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 I'm sorry well no John, John uh, says I have I want you to meet somebody this old man comes walking over and apparently this man is, a, is an amazing Italian singer has sang for people like the Pope <laughs> Sophia Loren and went into retirement but came out of and, retirement and promised never, never to sing again never to sing again devoted his life <laughs> never I'm done but came out of retirement to sing for Nene Leakes <laughs> I mean if there is a moment in time it is for Nene Leakes so he sang for Nene that was a joke right I mean like that was just That had to be a joke, right? I was literally speechless. Like, me, normally me and Stephanie, when we watch the show, like, we, like, joke back and forth. We kind of, like, know where we're going to take the show afterwards. We were so quiet through this whole thing because, I mean, the baby thing was boring. Candy, we joked around during Candy's part. And then this came. And we... We didn't speak. We we just were dying laughing. (laughs) Like... And watching in awe as the awkwardness unfolded. But the thing about it is, is it kind of, I think... In the middle of it, before the song started, the creepy, awkward, weird song, Nini like had, or no, was this after the song? She like had her arms on him, sort of, and kind of seemed like she was enjoying it, and kind of seemed like she gave him the wrong message. She was totally feeding him the wrong message. She kept saying like, "All right," uh, with the food thing where he was feeding her, she was like, "No, no, no, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. interested in that." But as soon as the heels came out, as soon as the, like, the Tiffany's pen, as soon as the heels came out. She was like, oh, like, you're my business partner. Like, we can keep calling it business partner. Yeah, yeah, keep calling it business partner. Well, maybe she just knows exactly who this dude is and how he behaves. So she was just playing the game. Well, even... Because she wants her familiar restaurant. <laughs> right, but, that, but I mean, that's what it is. So, and, and that's cool if that's what it is, but admit that's what it is. Yeah, because... Well, she's not going to admit, like, say that about the dude on... Like, that's crazy. Well, she kind of did before he even brought out the gifts. She said, she said, I don't know about this. I'm new to the dating scene and I don't, I don't know. I've been in a relationship. Like, why would you even bring that up at a business meeting? I've she, never been on a fancy she, date yeah, like She this. knew what was unfolding and she shouldn't have even said those words and said those sentences because then she took it. She admitted as much that it was kind of like a date and therefore the gifts started flowing. Um, he was playing so I remember what Cameron actually uh, texted me. He said to make sure to talk about that. Now we know where Phaedra found her husband. 
Oh, I know in that like ghetto courthouse where he's paying her in dollar bills outside. <laughs> I and just he... left that out altogether. That was so ridiculous. And he gave her cash in the parking lot. <laughs> and, it looked, and it looked like one dollar bills. I don't know if it was. I'm sure it wasn't. Wait, but it did let's, hold that on, way. hold on. Let's rewind. Okay, this all moving the way on to Phaedra. <laughs> Phaedra, Cameron, we Here's hope you And first of all, Phaedra's like what from what she's been giving off is like the. A banging lawyer. If you have her, Bobby like, Brown's I mean, attorney. Yeah. So, which when we hear that, we think, oh, well, she has celebrity clientele. When in reality, we should think, well, Bobby Brown is a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, so you rep- maybe basically you represent crackheads. Okay, and you <laughs> proved that point today when freaking they Joe show- Schmo came up in the place late. You had to tell your clientele to come dress like he was going someplace. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Which means you probably meet with him like where? And behind the school in a white tee? Like, McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's parking lot. Um, so, okay, whatever. Is this a di- like, is it, are you helping Apollo's friend out? Like, what was this that he came, pulled up with tinted windows? And then we find <laughs> out that he's in trouble because his windows were tinted, lied to the, uh, the judge, straight up lied to him. And then, well, he tells the truth about his bag of weed. Well, because the reality is, is they were going to give him a damn drug test. <laughs> Hello, um, yeah. So whatever. And and, and shame on Phaedra as a lawyer to really like stick her neck out like that, because she walked out there and you saw those windows were tinted. Mm-hmm. That means that in three months, when the parole officer just shows up and says, here's a drug test. He's going to fail that. And that's you who looks bad. Because you really put your name on the line for this mo- this dude? I don't know. Like, to me, that was stupid. And then, again, we go out there. The window tints are still on the car. And then he, like a freaking stripper... <laughs> Pulls out a wad of money and just gives it to her, and she just and takes she it like she didn't even seem like phased by it. She just it well, seemed like a normal transaction. afterwards that cash is better than a bounce check. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Phaedra. You can't see Jesse's face. I right bet, Phaedra. I really do bet because what. That was some ghetto. I'm um, excuse me. That was some ghetto shit. And that's exactly what we said when we were watching. We're like, this is so ghetto. But and it seemed like a normal transaction to her. She didn't seem faced <laughs> at all. I think this really opened our eyes on Phaedra's work. At first, I was so glad. I was like, look at her. I'm so proud of Phaedra. Look at her little attorney. But they're in like this crappy little courthouse, which whatever. But it, and she's representing this kind of mediocre client. I just thought she. Was I wouldn't this even huge... give him mediocre. No, like, yeah. You're, you're, first of all. <laughs> As a lawyer, why are you even representing... Some, like, if you're this big-time lawyer, why are you representing somebody for tinted, tinted windows, windows and yeah. marijuana? I, I mean, I what? wrote that down. And why is that the case that you're showing to the world? I mean, why <laughs> is that you. the one you picked to be Thank videotaped you. for Real Housewives of Atlanta? I, I mean... <laughs> Courtney, right? <laughs> oh, here's the right. giggles from just, Courtney. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it because, like I said, lots of... The, 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 one character I hate saying this because it's my hometown and I I love it but that's the one big pet peeve I have with this show it's the posing as you are not and you are not a huge time lawyer which is fine like somebody's got to represent the common criminals (laughs) absolutely but like don't front like you're and maybe you are like maybe you've had like a celebrity client which is awesome for you but if you're taking cash in the parking lot from Joe Schmo with tinted windows and weed in his pocket, and your law practice polo. is a little different than you're trying to let us believe. Right. And maybe the only reason you got Bobby Brown is because he was only trying to pay in cash. And you were the only lawyer <laughs> <laughs> who Good would point. damn do, do that. Um, all right. From, you know, one hot mess, let's move over to the next. Sheree. Ah! I knew. Jesse said I that I felt watching that. Sorry, I, I had to let that out. Jesse said I really hope Courtney calls in because I can't wait to hear what she has to say I about Sheree. Not all right, Courtney, you start. I almost refuse to comment. I'm so I really <laughs> well, no, would like can, to refuse to comment. Can you at least comment on the fact 
Well, actually, no, I need you to comment, because comment number one, the produced <gasps> segment, why do we keep going back to this damn land, the woods? We keep meeting up in the woods. Like, why well, are you showing you people how, the woods? Did you notice how this time, though, they rolled the camera through the neighborhood to show some other houses? Yeah. Why are you shipping people to the woods to have heartfelt conversations? Heartfelt, con- like, really? Like, you never knew nothing about your parents' divorce until you're in the woods? <laughs> like, life revelations? Talking what? about your sitting speak which by the way i'm sure i was supposed to feel some sympathy for but i felt none no and maybe I, if i liked her maybe I if it was like a doll if it was like a doll or like some sentimental like what i i actually on my papers i wrote where did i put this sure oop that's a little too early sweetie here we go oh my gosh where are we I don't know. She's but all I wrote some... is, why are we talking about a speaking spell? Yeah. Why are we talking about this? I'm just imagining little Cherie pining over her speaking and spell. What is it? Speaking yeah, when her name was Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> Wait, did I say? Did I say Sherry? What? When her name was Sherry. I'm agreeing with you. Her name was Sherry then, and then she became Sheree when I she thought she was, like, big time. Ch- Chateau Sheree. Chateau Sheree. She by Sheree. Okay, well, I don't know when this damn building's going to be built, because... Who cares? Well, it's, it's not going to get built, because she ain't going to get the, the money for it. She ain't going to get the money for it, because Bobby <laughs> damn sent her a petition uh, to lower his... Saying he only makes $3,000 a month. But wait, why did you use your daughter's gift card to get food? Um, that's for, okay, that's beyond hot mess. I can't even start. But also, why was Lil Cairo sitting there listening oh, to her talk to her mom about Courtney, her Rewind. Rewind because listen to this. So as we're watching it, we're on, she's on speakerphone with the mother. Yes. And the mother's saying, You don't want your, your kids to you don't hear. Want your and so me and Stephanie are watching. I said, Watch when she gets off that phone. She's going to like do a dramatic turn and look at her son. Because he's in the foreground and it was <laughs> her profile and he's in the foreground staring at the TV. Poor little guy playing his videos. And Jesse goes, Watch. He's, she's going to hang up the phone and do the slow it's turn so to dramatic. her son. And what did and she do? Just... She closed her flip phone very carefully, held it to her chest. She, she uh, what's it say? They clutched her pearls. And then she, <laughs> <laughs> she 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 turned to her left and she gazed over and she went You wanna go bike riding? Bitch please. No Vomit. one cares. You ain't got nothing. Vomit. You ain't got nothing. Like you wanna you are ratchety. I'm so sorry. Awful. And those papers were not in no envelope. They were sitting on the counter. Cairo is not an idiot. You know he saw them if he actually got them from the door and if the producers didn't just sit them there and make this whole thing up to begin with. I just And he was and I pissed. can't. He was pissed at her. Like, yeah. why did you have that conversation right there? Uh, what went through your mind? Because from what I, what, you know, what I can recollect, last week you, you said, "Oh, I don't want to bring him to court because I don't want the kids knowing mm-hmm. our business." Well, so if that's the case, why are you still standing in the damn kitchen? Yeah, on speakerphone. And the only thing I could keep thinking was, if, would it have been a little bit better if it was her daughter that was hearing it and not her? older impressionable son, who, exactly. son who's his father is his only role male role model i just i could not believe it and she could have cared less and actually she was totally doing it on purpose right do you yeah. guys agree oh, right absolutely. yeah oh yeah for yeah. sure like when the parents fight when they know their kids can hear like she had it on speakerphone so she could make her get sympathy yeah and she proved it because right afterwards she walked over to her son, made the comment about wanting to go bike riding. He said no. Oh, well, why? What do you mean, bitch? Why? Because you just d- did some shady-ass shit to him. And then, well, do you want something to eat? Like, you want do, do you want to eat his asshole out anymore? Like, can you just leave the kid alone? Like, you just... Fu- and she's like, she's like m- mayonnaise, mustard, and cheese, right? Like, right. like mother props because she I knows know exactly what he wants on his sandwich. Right, well, no, bitch. Why are you feeding your children damn cheese sandwiches? <laughs> and then and then gives grapes and he's like why are you giving me grapes oh because today you need to eat healthy the cameras are here (laughs) yeah he's like called her out he's like um disgusting 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 (sighs) and i don't want to make i want to make it clear that i am sure bob whitfield is hot garbage too on some level absolutely i think he's probably a hotter man she definitely is hot hot stanky garbage (laughs) And for you that know, entire you know what, Courtney? display. I gotta say, because there were times where, you know, this season I was like, okay, I like how she's trying to portray herself. Boo. Versus last year. 
Mm-mm. She did not win any you, sympathy points with the speak and spell. Yep, this, from the speak and spell. spell. From the moment that I saw you brought your mother out to this damn grassy knoll in the woods, like, I can't with you, Sherry. I'm done. I'm over it. And I'm not, again, I'm not offended that she's, like, trying to make this man pay child support, whatever, do what you got to do. Right. But if you're about to build the Chateau of Sheree, <laughs> you shouldn't be having any money problems raising your children. And but and it just adds on more because exactly you're you're about to build a big old house right because why you need some damn money so that's why yeah. you're going after child support like and and if I was Bob and you're telling me you're building this house I would think well you haven't asked me for child support for four years now you want to build this freaking mansion with freaking stripper poles and <laughs> pool rooms and just the a library room, the library basketball court <laughs> a yoga room like what, bitch. <laughs> And a ballroom. Right, a ballroom, like... Well, she even said, kind of, she said, so he makes $3,000, but he can give her 2000 She's like, but that's not even enough to cover food uh, and clothes. And I was thinking, $2,000 a month is enough to cover food and clothes. And then she throws in, and utilities. Right. Like, yes. I, don't, I don't know much about child support. I don't know where it's supposed to go and how you're supposed to appropriate the funds. But she threw in the utilities at the end. She's like, and that's not even enough to cover the utilities. And I was like, what? Mm-mm. Trifling. <laughs> over it alright so on that note that was pretty much the episode I don't know you guys have anything that you thought was funny that we didn't speak about you wanna I think throw out there I mean that was pretty much all the trash that we watched today yeah I think that's it yeah I got even I don't even have any outfit comments this time <laughs> I can't even remember what anyone was wearing because the, the things that were coming spewing out of their mouths like Ridiculous. I just, I, I mean, I just keep fading back to speak and spell in this damn uh, funny money exchange outside the court. Funny money? <laughs> but, funny like, not money. only that, can we even rewind back to that? Like, first of all, Fiji, you're not even a bit worried the fact that you're outside of a courtroom with somebody who has tinted uh, windows and you're making money exchanges Yeah, it looked like a deal <laughs> going down um, with the dude in the brown polo, like... And she put it right in her purse, like, don't, like this is what gangsters hey, do. She said she pays her taxes on that money, so <laughs> nobody can judge her. I bet she does. I bet she does. And on that note, we're gonna head to a commercial break, and we'll be RB. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? My favorite part of that commercial is when he says, My stupid co-workers, who I hate... Gets me every time. Um, all right, let's jump into. I'm actually kind of upset with Bravo, but we're going to jump into predictions, and I'll explain this. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. I want to see tomorrow's episode. They're going to play a special yes. episode tomorrow. I'm upset with them that it's on that night because why couldn't you do the, the Kim's birth on it? Yeah. Separate episode. Like I wouldn't have cared to watch that. I want to see tomorrow night's episode, but no, I have to watch Alice Dallas. We have so much other stuff here at AfterBuzz, but we have to find a way to cover this because Sheree's going to court with Phaedra, and it seemed like Phaedra don't really know how to play ball in court. I think so. We get a glimpse of Phaedra, uh, how she rolls or whatever in her working world but now we see that she actually may not even be that good when she does have a mm-hmm. better client because apparently she chokes 
in in court and they're like, oh, maybe she's not that great of a lawyer. So I think I'm I'm excited to see that. And they said it's with, it's Sheree's husband, right? The NFL player. Yeah. And he's representing mm-hmm. himself. So they were saying that she's bad even against someone who's representing himself that has no legal knowledge at all. So I'm but like, to what see that. what do you think? Do you guys have any thoughts as to how that's going to go down? I have one. I'm wondering if. Like, because remember how we, uh, uh, Stephanie, a couple weeks back, me, me, Courtney, and Cameron were talking about how we wonder if he's been giving her money or when they split up, she got a large amount of money and he's going to try and, like, use that to an advantage. Because she, we we're just kind of skeptical of the fact that she was trying to stay away from court so bad. Mm hmm. She was really trying to not go to court. And she keeps saying it was so that he wouldn't look bad. But I'm wondering if there's going to be like, I'm, I'm a clearly for him to show up to court by himself, like boldly like that. Yeah. Like he and, has to have something in his pocket. Yeah. And she keeps going on and on saying she doesn't want to bash him or, or, you know, bring him to court. But she's bashing him on national television every single week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's not bringing the court into it, but she's, you know, the, the, American public is making their opinion. Um, what is it? Court of public opinion. So she's already ruined him in the eyes of the court of the public opinion. So yeah, something may be hiding that she doesn't want to come out in court, but we will see this week. Yeah, I think two things. Either one, the teaser is just getting me all excited for absolutely nothing. <laughs> which and Bravo is which very good at. Fine. Or two, Bob Whitfield's going to come in there and be like, I gave you this multi-million dollar settlement. I have spent lost money in the market and everywhere else I'm not working as a football player anymore and I don't really have another job so my income is like my retirement account which is like $4,000 a month I can't give you 20 grand a month to take care of your kids and build a new house that's exactly what I feel is going to happen and, and Phage is going to be she's probably being fed all these lies by Sheree and it's just yes. going to choke her up in the middle of I was court ex- just thinking that, that that just occurred to me too that she hasn't been given all the information from Sheree and so that's what's going to like blindside her in court she's not going to have the knowledge she needs to prepare herself to fight back against him because Sheree hasn't been honest this whole time yeah because until they're forced to give their financials to the court all she's going on is what Sheree's telling her and what they kind of have an idea. Oh, he was a football player. He has to have money. That's not necessarily true. And if he can produce financial records that prove that she makes more money than him, child support is a little bit of a problem. Yep. So I do not know what to say to you, Sheree. At all. Well, we have that to look forward to next week and the whole Charles Meanie and, and Charles. Uh, and what do you, Marlo. Yeah, we actually didn't really talk about that too much this week because nothing really happened, but I guess it is going to be brought back up again next week. Courtney, what do you think about all that? I mean, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I guess the argument was that she was supposed to be married at the time that they hooked up. But from what I understand, he wasn't really saying he got on it. He was kind of just saying, nah, I wasn't down for that. Yeah, no, he said he took her back to the hotel and nothing ever happened. So I don't understand why everybody's still like, oh, snap. Yeah. I think they're What's just saying the that deal? because they know it gets a rise out of Nini. So it's kind of their way to keep her in an awkward position. So what I'm wondering is if Nini pursued him. And obviously he said no. Oh, that's what I think happened. Right. And she's just in this awkward position because she almost cheated on her husband, who she was still married at the time, which is why the rumors are starting. Uh, And she just, you know, she can be around him and say whatever she wants to around him, but it's still kind of that awkward stage. So I think that's why people keep bringing it back up. Um, But I mean, it's almost... It, they can't talk about it after this episode anymore. It's I know. It's irrelevant. done. I would rather talk about more the fact that I think that she's going to hook up with Peter or try to. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad you said because I've been saying it. <laughs> I mean, I'm more interested in the prospect of her hooking up with Peter on, and then instead of whether or not she did hook up with Charles. Like, I want to go to that Bravo. That would be way more interesting. Thank you. I want to go to Bravo and say, look, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> In these women's lives, <laughs> but I don't want to hurt Cynthia. No, it's going to be good for Cynthia no. because here's listen to what's going to happen. No, it won't because shh, Cynthia's shh, actually shh, in love. Courtney, or she wouldn't listen, have given up her no. life. No, girl. Sometimes like her modeling career may have just like slipped a little bit, and she like went ooh cuckoo, and so you know 
she has this man who makes her feel bad about herself. The girl don't feel happy. She thinks she's happy, but she clearly tonight explained to us, I'm not a happy person. She, for you to say you regret leaving New York, you can't have... That's, oh, but that's not true. You've never moved for a relationship and hated it. Like, I know some people in a similar situation. They love their partner to death, and life circumstances have forced them to change their But she life. didn't even say she loved him. She's like, I'm making it work. Like, that's because it's a challenge. Courtney, she had a still. whole life and another you you go to go from New York City supermodel lifestyle to Atlanta, Georgia with these crazy hoes. Come on now. But I feel she, you. some but people. But what don't I know want what... to happen is I want <laughs> Nini to cheat Peter to cheat on Cynthia with Nini and cause a huge rift there. All the girls back Cynthia up and Cynthia says, you know what? As a woman, I'm gonna be strong. She moves back to New York, reclaims her life, and Cynthia's on top again and Nini and Peter then we can have some real fun on the Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> with Nini and Peter in a household together. Well, and it, and it wouldn't be Peter's fault, I don't think. I think that it would be Nini's fault. She's always like, oh, Peter, you look so good in orange. And oh, Wait, is she going to accidentally that. slip on his dick? No, like, I think she's going to... I gonna, was going to say... That's both of their fault. <laughs> no, but I... Th- I know. I go, okay, I shouldn't have said fault, but I do think it that she pursues him. <laughs> I think she pursues him a lot He put more. his dick in my, in my drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> All of a sudden, it was in my mouth. <laughs> All right, I give up. It would be just as much his fault. It would. Uh, it would. It would. But it would definitely be his fault. Come on, that wouldn't be entertaining to watch all yes, that. Yes, that's what I want to happen. Good. Sorry, Cynthia. <laughs> Sorry, Claudia. No! I always call her Claudia. Ew, Claudia. Give us something on this season because we're not getting very much, and that would be. Like, I don't want to see the model school thing happen. Like, just I, I want. That's her to gonna ha- be boring. Right. I don't. I, she can have it, but I don't want to see like girls. Who I'm going to be looking at this like, really, bitch, you let them in there? <laughs> do, <laughs> do you guys think that John's going to be back, the Nini business yeah. partner? Because, oh, I'm, when Nini was on the Wendy Williams show, I feel like we're always talking about when she's on the Wendy Williams show. But Wendy Williams asked her about John, and she said, we're just business partners, but, quote, that's something to discuss somewhere else, not on this couch, and then, like, give a smirk or something. So I think something else is still going on, so we might see him again. Mm-hmm. Jessica. I don't know. He has in, no in the words, in the word, no way. In the words of John, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. On that note, with, I can't with this. This was this episode was almost as bad as a stripper episode. Um, <laughs> on that, Cameron, we miss you tonight. Aww. Stephanie, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. Courtney, mm-hmm. Thank you for talking hot trash with us. You know we always love you on these reality shows. Until next week, uh, well, where can we follow you guys? What do you me? I'm at Steph Bauer TV on Twitter. Courtney, what about you? I'm at Stuart Starlet on Ca- Twitter. And Cameron has a really weird one. I'm not even. Yeah, gonna we'll attempt. get it to you guys next. It's like, Tama Kava something. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, we should put them at the bottom of the screen. We'll, we'll get that for next week, All guys. Right. And right. I'm at DJ Jesse J. Um, and also, if you guys are in the California area this Sunday, I'll be spinning at Avalon, opening up for Trina. I love so Avalon. Make sure y'all come out. And Trina, <laughs> it's awesome. I'll be there. Speaking. Oh of, so. yeah, we'll try to make it. Alright guys, so until next week, same time, same place. Peace. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.